0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this adventure. Joining me, we have...
1: Daniel, playing shit.
2: Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm
0: Matt, and I play Leolin.
3: I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajax.
0: Who wants to do a recap?
2: Uh, Captain Chaos.
3: All is fleeting. I... Man we the, we the board. <laughs> raised a pillar towards the heavens and entropy struck it down in the form of several adventurers. He was punished for his audacity in trying to wrangle the armies of the Crystalline by being dropped 70 feet off a cliff. And really, like, we'll never know his name, but it doesn't matter. Mm, what's the tensile strength of crystal again. You remember that by me? Uh, it's a. <laughs> it's not great. Not <laughs> it, great. It suffers uh, what we like to call in the biz brittle failure. <laughs> um. So yeah, not a not a whole lot of uh, durability to that structure. Once we put our minds to it, um, it resisted, but really nothing can resist the inevitable. Uh. So yeah, we found the crystal pillar that made the crystal plague and we killed the guy who was rebuilding it and then we shattered it into dust yep and i took some of that dust in a baggie
0: that seems like a good idea
3: yeah my god made me do it <laughs> i did it you because did. i was personally offended it seemed
2: like a bad thing
1: also that so we took care of it wasn't
2: any of our business but
3: it's okay if not yeah. us then who
2: nobody i remember k hall was based or desmond was basically coerced into yeah. healthy
3: yeah <laughs> it was it turned into a raisin <laughs> yeah he was raisined or else
2: <laughs> had to or else raisin and yeah. he took the I had was, to option so it was so, raisin it was raisiny, they, full squidward <laughs> so it's like
3: after the pillar turns to dust i look and desmond like time lapse moistens again
1: no he well, was no he was already moist the whole time it's just he, whenever he just thought he about he was me. really mo- moistened when he
2: started just going along Got with it. us yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so you stand at the uh the base of a small hill of crystal dust
3: and i i get some in a baggie yep you never know i'm <laughs> gonna put
2: a cloth over my mouth so my sinuses. <laughs> <don't-> <laughs> so you don't get Christmas. a you don't huff it <laughs>
3: Yeah, we should probably leave this crater. Um, Are all the other, like, golems and everything still crystal, or have they turned to dust as well?
0: There are still standing golems around, but they're immobile.
3: Inert.
2: Let's leave. You don't want to break the golems?
1: Eh,
3: that sounds like a lot of work. I mean, they were only moving because the guy with the crystal. Yeah, and there's, like, there's, like, a hundred golems, right? Like, there in was the enough of them
1: vicinity, to box yeah. us in. Yeah. I mean, I, there's, a, there's a ton. I don't
3: remember
0: that this crater is like several miles across.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's fair. i say we just keep yeah. heading in the direction we, we were heading. Okay. Well, we'll it's just kill a lot pattern. of
2: With crystal powers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier than killing all the automatons.
3: We'll just come back here like once a year. It'll be like a, a Christmas tradition. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, the Dragon Glass Desert. Yes. Joe, you have to air this episode in December now. The backlog it
0: very well may line up around there. Yeah, I was about to say
3: that's that's probably very apt. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, walk in.
0: Yes, so you begin to walk, and it takes you a little while to uh, like you're walking for about half an hour or so. Essentially, you make it halfway to the edge of the crater when there is a massive explosion. Oh, behind us? No, I don't at, look at it. At the edge, you have to look at it. It's in front of you. Damn it. That's- there's a there's a resounding boom and just like a wave of sand blows out of the the crater rim because you remember it's like yeah, concave, right? Mm-hmm. And sliding out of the resulting cloud of sand is a it looks kind of like a a ship on
3: skis, Ooh. <laughs>
0: sliding down the uh, the ramp that it has made by kind of blasting the side of the crater out. It's flying a flag that is black and it has what looks like a white letter B on it, but the mm-hmm. the uh, like the downstroke of the B is a cutlass. Ooh. Desmond, do you know
2: what this flag is? My my bow's tightened a little bit.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> Great.
0: We have a ride. This is perfect. And the ship comes to a halt uh, not too far inside the, the side of the crater. And you see um, like a little dinghy lower off the side. And it's also on skis, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's people like use it as an elevator, climb out, and they start, like, collecting up the various arms and armor that are scattered across the
3: floor of the crater. Well, I don't have any beef with that. Do I notice Desmond loudly shitting himself? (laughs) He said his bowels tightened. (laughs) Do I hear the sound of, like, compression and crystallization? No. Well, I guess we should go talk to him. I start
2: marching. Nope, nope I'm done. Nope. I don't, oh, I've got something in my other pants. I need. I need to leave. <laughs> what? Now, what? Desmond, is
3: this going to be like the crystal thing where you're like, "No, I don't want to," and then you totally wanted to?
2: I I, I start walking the other way. <laughs> I start. I start, I start walking to the ship.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, what? yeah. Here on, we go. Man? Let's go talk
2: to him. Mm, I'm not gonna like this.
3: Yeah, but Why? imagine how much
2: faster we can Why? get out of the desert. Oh, you'll see when I get hit in five minutes. Now get on the ship.
3: I'm Wind in our hair. What? Wind what? in the sails. The I am a crutchy old man. And
2: I'm not going to explain myself. But just get on this ship. All right. <laughs> um, <do laughs> we need Who to, did uh, you piss off that we're about to go say hi to? Should
3: we be using our real names? It's, it's fine. All right. If you trust him, then I trust him. She, she's cool. Oh, she. And now I am like big Cheshire Cat Grin. Terjax is plastered to Desmond's side. I am like <laughs> my eyebrows raise so much that they are lost in my hair.
2: Like like I said, the only person that has to worry so, is me. Go on. No, I'm getting I'm I'm getting on the ship. What's your name? You'll find out in a minute. All right.
0: So it takes you about 10 minutes. Well, after another 10 minutes walking uh, there, you see a person in the crow's nest pointing a spyglass at you. I
3: wave. Yeah. <laughs> I wave. Um, and I'm, I am unarmed. So, you know, I look harmless.
2: Yeah. So I've just got, I've got my hands in my pockets. and I'm just slumped over.
3: This is like <laughs> whatever the
2: mom. worst 10 hours of my life right here. <laughs> An
0: older wow. woman grab a rope off the side of the ship and just, like, slide down. Ooh,
2: Desmond beach. isn't the older woman. <laughs>
0: Desmond uh, is the old.
3: <sighs> and oh, she yeah, I, guess,
0: I suppose that's fair. <laughs> strides, she strides towards you and doffs her tricorn hat. Desmond, you old sea dog, what are you doing out here in the desert?
2: You wouldn't believe me if I told you.
0: It's <laughs> hell of a story. I've heard some pretty <laughs> unlikely things out here.
2: Uh, would you believe me if I told you that, uh, that old crystalline structure back there? I just totally destroyed it with my, my right hand?
0: Well, seeing as you're the only other people in this crater, I can't think of uh, anyone else who could be responsible for it.
2: Yep. So, so, apparently, whenever all this happened the first time, not everybody the uh not everything was taken care of not all the loose ends were tied up so you know me just like the gods yeah you're telling me i shake my fist in the air
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh but your friend i apologize i am beatrix belladonna Brinswell, captain of the sandpiper
3: Oh. <laughs> I am Project Psycho, and I have many questions. Yes, I love you, ship. <laughs> Permission oh, to b-
0: come aboard, Captain? I suppose. I imagine we probably have some things that need to discuss. Just she just grabs the rope that she, uh, she was on, and it just, like, slides her right back up to the deck of the ship. And she throws down a rope ladder.
3: I scamper. I climb up. I come
1: behind. I fly up,
2: yep. and I'll I'll be the last one up the rope.
3: Desmond waits till her all aboard, and then just runs and just end. runs, <laughs>
1: starts digging a hole in the sand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, you are now on the deck of a reasonably well-appointed. Uh, you don't want to say pirate ship because you don't know what their normal business
3: is. But, hey, I have no beef with pirates. All
2: right. they could be you know really nice smugglers. You don't know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there are,
0: at a glance, you can see seven or eight people sort of bustling about the deck. Uh, three or four more down on the sand gathering things. And then, of course, uh, Captain Beatrix herself is uh, gesturing over to a makeshift table that's like a barrel with a plank on it. Well, sit down, sit down. Let me get you something to drink. I'll, I'll have I'll my usual. <laughs> and she just like reaches over and pours some stuff out of a nearby barrel
2: and eats <laughs> everybody. Right. So wait, wait, wait. So. The last time we accepted a drink from someone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but that was a complete stranger. This yep. is Desmond's and I like I hold out my hands a little bit trying to get her to fill in the gap. <laughs> Wife. <laughs> Excellent! Yeah. <laughs> his wife! <laughs> <laughs> that he so fondly regards. Forrock pounds his chest.
0: Remember, oh, dear, we know. never formally finalized the divorce.
2: You know, I. Um, yeah, someone did that for you. <laughs> and I look up in the air.
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow! Teradux is just thrilled. Just everything about this is just delightful. Because Desmond has just been this murky depth, and suddenly everything, everything. makes sense. Right?
0: And she so. uh, leans back, and she says, So I understand that you're responsible for destroying the uh, the crystal pillar out here. I have to say, you've opened up a broad and very lucrative opportunity for us.
2: Glad we could have been of assistance.
3: Opportunity sort <laughs> of arises in our wake. Sounds like we could uh, use some sort of reward ourselves for... You know, letting opportunity open.
2: I'm not exactly sure that that's really our place to ask this. we it was a rather I'm
3: dangerous endeavor. Like,
2: I'm just giving you the really, really nasty side eye. Like, dude, chill. <laughs> like, let me <laughs> handle this. <laughs> this is this is a lot more of like a touchy situation than you realize. You know, you know, like in, oh, yeah, in my hilarious. voice. Yeah, I know that. I'm like, no, <laughs> really glad to you know helped make a trade route for you and honestly we just want passage to back to where we were going and we'll be on our way
3: i've never seen a ship like this how do you make it move across the sand oh i have several
0: let's say mages in my employ who are more than happy to provide wind for the
3: sails i have a high regard for mages capable of controlling the wind i'd very much like to meet them
0: well, I imagine just the one is currently available as I kind of wore out the other two getting here after I saw the, the pillar collapse.
3: Ah. Actually, so um, when we broke the pillar, was there like a big flash of light towards the sky that like split the clouds in a ring or... Pretty much, like, yeah. Okay, so it was a pretty like obvious event for miles around. Okay. Yep.
2: And so... Were you all in the Dragon Dragonglass Desert already or was this from outside the desert?
0: Oh, you guys are like... Pretty close to the middle of the desert. Yeah.
3: Miss Brian Swell. I am sorry. Captain Brian Swell. Captain, right? I don't I don't Captain, really do ship stuff. Yes. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> um, uh, has this region been dangerous up until now? Like have there been what's we don't really know what's going on with this crystal stuff. We just sort of we were taking a shortcut and we kind of stumbled on it. Do you have could you fill us in a little? We're, <laughs> we've been out of the loop for like a week.
0: Well the, uh, the crazy old elf that was out here reassembling things has been doing so for quite some time, as you probably guessed from the size of the pillar. I see. Between that and the fact that generally this place is regarded as cursed, it's been left pretty well alone.
2: Well, it seems like uh, that you know, monopoly on that information that it is indeed no longer cursed is going to be quite lucrative for you for a little while. That's true, although you did make quite a show of destroying it.
3: What yeah. can I say? We're flashy.
2: That, that is that is one word that you, you could use to describe this motley crew. <laughs> hmm. Is it a crew? I don't see any ships around. <laughs> it,
0: it, uh, it, well,
3: uh, my glider's in the shop. You know. you know.
2: once once a sailor, always a sailor. I can't, can't Yeah, you can take you can take me out of the sea, but you can't take the sea out of me. Which you we've know, done. I'm wet and <laughs> dripping.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She's human, right? Yes. Okay. So the sand, the desert, um, seems like an interesting place to sail. How did you? Were you used to be on the ocean? Do you go back and forth? What's the? I'm still sort of adapting to the fact that there is a giant desert, and Desmond has apparently been here, and it's all very new to me.
0: Oh no! I used to sail the Eversea with uh with my darling husband here. She. Oh. Raised a glass and
2: a mock toast, and we were
3: very oh, good at it. Again, when she says, "Darling," even though
2: has women been. are bad luck at sea, but I guess you kind of got around that, being given that this is a sand sea and all. I guess that doesn't apply. What brought you from the ever sea out here? Divorce, mostly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, now I'm coughing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just say that our separation was divinely intervened and extremely complicated
3: i guess i probably wouldn't know this is there like in the same way that you sort of know like are priests of aquila supposed to be like chaste and solitary or because it's like fall is a monk of the something the abbey the abbey and he's allowed to have a girlfriend
2: yeah yeah (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm I'm silently tr- like churning through these wheels here trying to be like <laughs> it's... why why does Aquila not want Desmond to get laid? Have you
2: have you noticed that Aquila is much more active in my life? Probably compared to other clerics that you you know of, like I don't know. About Rock.
1: Clerics. <laughs> yeah. Well like, not strictly speaking a cleric. I was, you know, trained at still. the Abbey. Exactly. But, um, exactly.
2: But my, my point is being is, normal. I'm for whatever reason, I'm special. I'm so special that I'm not really allowed to do much of anything that might compromise or get in the way, you know, that might conflict with what she wants to do. And I, you know, raise my arms and shake, my, shake them at the sky again.
3: Well, that sounds like a raw deal.
2: Yeah,
1: free will be damned.
2: Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't read the fine print on the contract, if you remember oh, that. Oh, uh. oh. Remember the whole whole near death experience, oh, you can live again if you just yeah yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah. No, I, I got I it. get it
2: that that trope
3: hmm. i Tarajuk's sort of takes a brief aside, doesn't really know where to flash the thumbs up to, but just like a brief thumbs up for. The vast, infinite storm beyond the realm that gave him power without strings attached—just like, hey, thanks. <laughs> <As> <laughs> it reminded again how <laughs> awesome of a deal it is.
2: Yeah, I, I turn to Beatrix and I go, "It is really good to see you. It's just that it's under some very interesting circumstance, some ones I haven't quite worked
3: out." And we almost
1: got murdered. Yeah, you're we're you're a new man. We're all new beings. In in a Chad way, Chad
3: m- maybe, <laughs> maybe that spiel for later.
1: Oh, yeah. No, we've just been improving a lot.
3: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> We're doing <laughs> yoga now. we been just enhancing probably,
1: ourselves. You know. I've
0: watching to teach. this back and forth with yeah. <laughs> very clever eyes.
3: I've been trying <laughs> to teach
2: Tara Jux how to meditate. It's not I'm, going well. I'm, I'm <laughs> garbage
3: at it.
1: <laughs> He's really bad, but <laughs>
3: gives me Apparently, something to do. All right, so, so get this. Get this, Beatrix. Meditating, you're literally supposed to just sit there. What's up with that?
2: Or just be quiet while we're walking.
3: What's that up with really
2: that? I don't even think we're, yeah, I don't even think we expect you to sit. We just mean we expect you to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. I, I take another big swig of my drink and I go, it just is a very interesting coincidence that, you know, not five minutes after we finish up taking care of this crystal spire and here you are, I've you know, basically plop into your lap.
0: Well, to be fair, we were set up for a day's rest, not not 10 minutes away, as you can see.
2: Yeah. How serendipitous.
3: <laughs> Speaking of a day's rest, um, I'm pretty beat. Do you have guest quarters
1: lodgings? <laughs> no.
0: Well, there are some spare hammocks down in the uh, the crew berths if you wanted to sleep there. Is there are hammocks.
1: Is there a crow's nest in this
0: thing? Uh there is a crow's nest, yes.
1: Good. All right. <laughs> it seems a bit
3: <laughs> self-typecasting. <laughs> are, are are you going
2: to shift into a crow while you're up there? You might
3: I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to sleep for very long.
3: The fact that you're not already a parrot is immensely disappointing. You've never seen a parrot. You'd,
1: you'd have. You'd have to paint me that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Terrajux immediately gets his yeah, paint. I just.
1: I, I. sigh
3: and I go. An artist's work is never done. Oh my gosh! Even though
0: Terrajux has also never seen a parrot. No. <laughs>
3: But I know they're colorful.
0: Beatrix so, leans forward what? and says, so, you, you said something about needing
3: a ride? Yes. Well, it wouldn't hurt. Where are you going? That's a good question. Where are you? Uh, going? So I, I drop down my pile of crystals, and I shuffle away from it until I get reception again. Is that? Or are we just too close to the stuff still?
0: There is... You are, you're standing in the middle of a blast zone littered with chunks yeah, of crystal. I, no.
3: I I'm kind of like, I think it was that way. I'll I'll know once we get out of the crater, it's fine. Honestly, if you
2: could just, which, where were you going next? That's probably fine. And we can, you know, continue where we're going for after that, because we really don't have much of a timetable right now. Well,
0: let's see. And she, I'll be, I'll be back in a moment. And she, steps through a doorway and comes back a moment later. And she says, well, we were heading down south ways. It's Does about time to resupply with the one of the trade caravans down at the edge of the desert. Mm. We can do
2: south. Sounds, yeah. Was mm-hmm. south the way we were going, though? I don't think it was.
3: Um, I mean, we were going sort yeah, of like going, southwest.
2: Yes. Okay. So that's, that's at least semi in the direction yeah. we want to go. And would be out of the uh, desert.
3: And apparently um, our destination's not going anywhere, so... It's
2: also further from uh, the mountain home. Yes, so. I'm, I'm fine with that too, then.
3: <laughs> not that we're trying yeah. to get away from the mountain home or anything, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!
0: <And> she <laughs> leans back. Has anybody ever told you right. that you're really bad at lying?
2: We're on great terms. He's exceptionally <laughs> bad at lying, and yes, we remind him often. Uh, so...
0: Well, I would be more than happy to provide you with a ride down to the southern edge. We'll probably drop you off at the the old tree. Provided that you are capable of at least somewhat pulling your weight while we're on the sea.
3: Uh, I could do the windy thing.
0: Wonderful. That would be
3: excellent.
1: I lived at the Abbey, so I, you know, I know a little bit about being on the sand water sea <laughs> she,
0: she laughs and pats your arm condescendingly and says, "Why don't you help some of my crew carry things in?" Be <laughs> oh.
2: fine. There you go. I can scout. Uh, well, I'm going to have, the have a dedicated spotter. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to man the splanch. I'm better. Well, I'm Isn't not the sure about where that.
3: The wind wizard has to
2: stand. Nope. That's that's where I'm going to be. I'm going to yell orders from the splanch. Oh, Desmond,
0: sweetheart. <laughs> nobody gives orders on this boat but me and sometimes may when i give her the opportunity
2: i i open my mouth to say something i shut it i open it again there are daggers in her eyes i I know (laughs) (laughs) hi captain (laughs) that's more like it and she she (laughs) pats you
0: condescendingly on the shoulder and says you. you should be grateful i'm giving you a ride you know
3: that men are bad luck on the sand Oh, <laughs> damn. Well, you know what? That explains a lot of what's happened to us. Yeah. Um, well, while they this haven't... is happening, I am uh, tearing up one of my old shirts to make an eye patch. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm we're we're going to get
2: thrown off of this, <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're going to make about halfway.
0: <laughs>
3: so, so uh, yeah.
0: Desmond, she... Puts you to work helping with boat-type stuff because she knows that you know how to yep. run a boat. Yep. Jux, she introduces you to Jeanette, who is one of the three uh, mages responsible for providing wind when the wind is not being cooperative, who okay. walks you now, through the basic motions of filling the sails and making sure the boat is going in the correct direction.
3: I am super keyed into this. Uh, Falrock, you are directed to
0: hop on or climb back down the rope ladder and just start picking up miscellaneous goods from the ground of the crater and loading them in. Leyland, you are given a telescope and turned over to a woman named Hartha, who essentially starts like putting you through your paces to see how good you are at actually spotting things. Okay. I need you to make three
2: perception checks. Oh, damn. Is a 17, a 18, and a 10.
3: So they're just up there playing I Spy. Yeah. While the rest of us are working.
0: (laughs) Uh, She takes careful note of... Your, your responses, what you're able to see, what you aren't able to see, and considers for a couple moments, and then sends you down to carry things into the boat.
2: Oh. <laughs> Damn. That's, <laughs> cool. That's just I'm knocked down the sure, size. I'm pretty sure that was going to be the, what you were going to do anyway. <laughs> I think I could have rolled like 20s and that
1: happened, actually. Yup. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. And Beatrix uh, goes over to you, Ched, and she like, looks you up and down, and you can feel her inspecting you. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And she's like, You're a bit lightweight to be carrying heavy suits of armor. Yeah. Got any other <laughs> talents? <laughs>
1: Fucking
3: um, <Like a> fly. <laughs> yeah. Ched, I- I'm like shouting at you from somewhere on the ship, like, Ched, do the thing with the leaves. <laughs>
1: I cast druidcraft, and some autumn leaves fall from a couple feet above her head.
3: And I just give a big thumbs up,
1: oh and I spread my wings. However, I mean, like, what, what? I have a wingspan of six feet, eight feet. I don't know. It's big.
3: Mm, that's I very. Impressive. I got big wing energy. Um.
1: I could. I could turn into animals.
3: We're going to get kicked off today. I got
1: parlor tricks. <laughs> I, got, I got parlor tricks.
3: She she uh,
0: kind of sizes up your wingspan and says, why don't you go and see if there's anything particularly valuable further out from the ship?
1: Like, does it matter what direction?
0: Not particularly. Just
1: in the area. Okay. <laughs> yep. He's going to go out in the desert where there's nothing. <laughs> Enemy, you will be on All right. I'm gonna, you know what? I think I have. Does any does anybody have a really unique object on them right now? Like uh, many. You, you, yeah. <laughs> you've got, you've got a lot of unique stuff.
3: Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I've got. What do you want?
1: <laughs> I'm just. Can you show me your stick?
3: Oh yeah, of course. You can see my stick.
1: Okay. Cool. <laughs> and it's got, on it for how many people got it. I've heard. It is. Yeah, I can It is way back. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to take off and do a, a quick, I don't know, two-mile radius search of the area.
3: Okay,
0: uh, give me an investigation check.
1: Oh, there we go. Uh, that is a 13.
0: Um, you don't really find much out of the ordinary. You spot like a mithril helmet sort of away from the ship, closer to the, the crystal pile. Does it weigh much? Oh no, Mithril is famously light.
1: Okay. Um, I'll pick it up and bring it back to the ship.
0: Splendid. Is this all? And she holds it up.
1: Uh how much I mean how much more time do we have? I can go I can go looking.
0: Yes, why don't you do that?
1: Okay, yeah, this time I'm day, going to we? I'm gonna fly down to the Oh, are we?
3: I assume. What? I, like we're gonna be here basically all day, right? Or Probably not. we've we've waited Put anchor she, down. Opposite so Teradrix,
0: you're the and Desmond, you would be the only ones who notice this, but uh every time more stuff is brought up, you see Beatrix kind of checking. It looks like um a, like a a, we're a ledger. At. No, well she has a ledger, yes, but she's also looking at like a, a gas meter almost. It's oh, on the dial, that's wait, what I want. Yeah. And Oh. Um, she's keeping a close eye on it Interesting, okay What's <laughs> Janet like? Jeanette is very no-nonsense Takes her work very seriously Does not get along well with you Yeah <laughs>
3: But it's and, like, do I get any Like, because this is Like my only, I only have one Response when I find someone who does wind magic And it's, are they another chosen of the storm? And like, am I getting any vibes from her? Yeah
0: <laughs> You're not getting any kind of vibes
2: other than vague disapproval. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you. You don't know why. I'm, I'm mostly
3: just paying attention to the like the wind stuff I get but the sail stuff, I don't have a clue. So that's... I'm, I'm trying to like cross pollinate my knowledge of aerodynamics but I I recognize that there's not a whole lot of overlap. Nope. So that's, that's my day.
1: Uh, Joe, I'm also, I'm going to, for at least an hour of the day, I'm going to shift into one of the giant moles that we saw in the uh, mountain home mm-hmm. and use my blind sense while I'm burrowing to search for things. So I'm Ooh. not using my eyes.
0: Oh, look at you. Okay. Make another investigate check and see the trouble here is that blind sense would tell you where things are,
3: but it won't tell you what they are.
1: So I'll be searching more thoroughly, but also with less less precision.
3: You can get a sense of, like, the density of things,
1: right? I don't know. Maybe the size of things?
3: You'd get
0: an idea of, like, yeah, piles of things would stand out. Particularly large or heavy things would stand out. But you have no way of knowing if it's, like, a pile of bones or a pile of adamantine arms and armor. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't be able to wouldn't be able to lift the armor anyway, so... No. It's kind
3: of like sonar, right? Like, it's subterranean oh. sonar? Yeah. Like
1: it's sound-based, yeah.
3: Mithril sounds different than bone.
1: Can would like, Chad be able end? to pick that apart? I don't
3: know. Um,
2: that's... that's you know. Dice. <laughs> can, um, he, can he, like, follow the to where that thing is, or...
1: Well, like he'll, he'll be able to a,
0: locate things, no problem.
1: I roll okay. a 14, in any case. After... Failing to roll on my desk five times.
0: Good job. <laughs> yeah. So it takes you a little while, but you you eventually come across. You sense like a large pile of things, and you and you find um, a pile of like particularly well made dwarven kind of armor about ten minutes away from the ship.
3: I mean, you're a mole. You can carry it back. Sure.
1: On well, um, how? In your mouth.
3: In your giant mole That's mouth.
1: Point. I'm not that big a
3: mole. Um. Well, oh, stuff least, melds into you when you wild shape, right?
1: Yeah, I guess if, if I like, <laughs> if I, huh? It's it's yeah. all things on my person, right? Yeah, including yeah, things you're, I'm you're holding pack and right? stuff too. Like if I was holding a weapon, it would meld into my. Yes. So, if I, so, so I
0: just you, <laughs> you have you have two hands and you have one very light bird frame.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just you know I'll just hug the stuff on the ground <laughs>
2: that's, that's not gonna work <laughs> the tunnel yeah. you're in collapses and you die as i will, I will
0: <laughs> remind you that she did not ask you to bring things back she asked you to locate valuables
1: okay well then i'll just come back remembering very um <coughs> sorry yeah remember remembering that bit of information i'll just come back and relay that to her and I'll shift out of the mole and just fly back, so I'm not okay. caught in the ground by something. I don't even know what would even be out here. Probably nothing. Sandworms. Though I didn't, you know, I didn't think there'd be anything out here when we found that crystal uh, shard and tower and uh, golem army. But here we are. You no, know, here we are. So,
0: so you return. Uh, you report back, and uh, Beatrix directs four of our crew members to get on one of the. Uh, Dingies, and you see them kind of skate away to where you indicated, and they come back like an hour later. Still and after town. about half a day, Captain Beatrix notes the uh, the weight gauge and calls everybody back onto the ship. This has been an excellent haul. Thank you to our guests for earning their keep.
2: Har har. <laughs> Yar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she casually flips you off, Desmond. Of
2: course. That's of- <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay.
0: We will remain here until nightfall and then begin sailing as normal. Cool. Uh, go ahead and rest up before we leave. So does this count as like a long rest? Yeah, you probably have like six to eight hours.
2: Now, if I wanted to talk to Beatrix in private, would I be allowed to do that? Like, would she be okay with that? You could ask her. Well, yeah. Beatrix. You yes. you have time for an old man to, to tell you his tales? I suppose we'll do a chat, aren't we? Yeah.
3: Okay. I would really like to eavesdrop on this conversation, oh. but I recognize that I will get murder stabbed if I'm, like, up and about in the middle of the night.
1: Yep. So
3: I'm going to lie down in my hammock, swinging gently like a soft breeze, and I'm going to meditate really hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, wow. Just... To clarify, it's not the middle of the night. It's oh, like mid after nine. <laughs> Jeanette has informed you that the ship sails at night when it's not, you know, 150 degrees.
3: That makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you could, like, turn into what a spider you know? or something or a rat.
3: Yeah, no, that's and... not my style. <laughs> so,
0: Ched um, says from the bunk next to you as he turns into a spider.
3: I asked, <laughs> I asked starts crawling like... away. <laughs> I asked you that, like, so, uh, what do you do, what are you doing, like, with this downtime? Like, I, you are a wind mage. There are apparently three on board, from what I understand. Are you, like, I'm very curious to learn more about where you learned windy stuff. Uh,
0: what I do during this free time is sleep, so that I'm capable of driving the ship during my shift, when she rolls over.
3: <laughs> Two thumbs up. She does not see them. I know they're for me. <laughs> they're, they're sort of a self. So sad. Up. That's
0: like sad Charlie Brown music. Yeah.
3: Aww. Uh. Yeah. I guess I sleep then, because it seems like apparently the wind mages are nocturnal on this ship. So everybody's better, nocturnal on the ship. I better change my schedule.
2: We're only gonna be here for a day. Well, how long is the trip? Is it a couple days? Yeah, it's
0: two two and a half days by. Sand skimmer, great. Gotcha. So, Beatrix um, gestures for you to follow her into the captain's quarters. Yep. And it's laid out like pretty stereotypical pirate shipy. She's got the the table with maps on it. There's one big map of the desert pinned against one wall, and it's got uh, what looks like pins indicating the locations of the oases currently. The big exclusion circle with where the crystal pillar was, a couple of right. other landmarks. I'm careful not to touch anything. That's probably smart. <laughs> there's a few right. stacks of books. There's a, a private keg for the captain, you know, usual yeah. pirate captain.
2: You know, yeah. This is a really nice setup here. I worked hard for it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Does there a couple chairs to sit down in? Like, there, I'm assuming there's like a desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I sit down and I go, uh, reminds me of the old days. It's strange to see you so far from the water. Believe me, I want nothing more than to go back to the water, but uh, fate has pretty much decided that now is not the time. And that's really the reason why I wanted to talk to you, to pick your brain, as it were. Well,
0: brain is free for the picking.
2: Yeah, so... Uh, I need to be up front with you. Have you joined any cults in the last, I don't know, (laughs) eight, eight, nine months?
3: Have you or a loved one just been (laughs) involved with with the cult of the hatchling? You may be entitled to financial compensation.
2: (laughs) I I need to know. And I know you'll be straight with me. No. What a ridiculous question. Well, (laughs) the story I'm about to tell you is even Uh, more ridiculous. So, like without going into too much detail, I give her like the 10,000 foot view of like why we're together. And like, maybe I'm going to leave out the hatchling blood part out, but like we're being chased by a cult and that's why we had to run from the dwarves and you know, all this stuff. And Desmond's really concerned that the reason why Aquila has been like pulling him along so far, like so long and is so interested in him is because it's really building up to something because of, you know, like, the events that have been going on have just been escalating and escalating and it's not something he's been really used to. Mm -hmm. And based on the fact of like the nature of his like service, like he was near death. He's, he's afraid that he's going to have to do something like that again. And that's basically like the question he's wanting to ask is like, what, what do you think? And, you know, since we used to be so close, do you think do you think I'm doing the right thing? Because I'm having some serious second thoughts, especially, you know, like talk, telling her about losing the water at the crystal spire. And, you know, every, everything that's going on doesn't really seem to like the pieces don't really seem to fit together. But the scarier part is if the pieces are fitting together, what does the bigger picture look like?
0: She sits, she listens and, Sits back and thinks about things for a bit. She swirls her her hearty desert ale. Yeah, around its uh, around in her tankard. She says, "It sounds like you actually are in things beyond your control this time." Yeah,
2: well,
0: isn't that kind of an odd twist of fate? <laughs>
2: <sighs> you're not wrong. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Well, do you think you've been doing the right thing? I think so. But uh, I'm afraid that doing the right thing is going to get me killed, too. <laughs> and that really means that, you know, my, my will isn't my own. And, you know, the things that I had to give up or put on hold are not something I'm going to be able to come back to. You see, he gets a little fidgety, you know, when he says that. Mm-hmm. He looks down. Have you tried not doing what she wants for longer than the time it takes you to shrivel up? No, that's... That sounds terrifying. <laughs> I I am a moist man and I, I prefer to stay that way. <laughs> well, you won't know exactly
0: how serious the threats are until so you call her on them. That is true. That is very true. Beyond that, obviously she has some sort of larger plan for it yeah. for you. And somehow I doubt that she's going to kill you over
2: something trivial and small. Yes right i really don't like the situation i've been put in and i really don't want to i want it to be over but i also want to do you know fulfill my debt at the same time so i'm just caught between several masters at this point as you well know <laughs> mm, yes i'm afraid
0: i probably can't be very much helped there other than to tell you that your moral compass has always been relatively straightforward and- Generally agreeable. So, I, as long as you don't do anything that you consider to be inherently wrong, I don't know that you're doing the wrong thing. The
2: wrong thing. Well, if that's the case, then let's give, give me a few more beers and see if we can't have a fun night tonight. Fade to black. <laughs> oh. <Whoa. sighs>
0: Anybody else doing anything this particular I'm,
3: evening? I'm attempting to access the the windy internet or whatever is going on with my brain give
0: me concentration checks
3: yeah all right <clears throat> um so uh, that's that is constitution right yeah okay mm-hmm. uh 10 how many do you nope. want uh how long are you gonna try this a while several <clears throat> hours okay. a couple In, like an, an hour later. no Mm-hmm. I, Targex does not have the mental capacity to do anything for 10 hours. <laughs> uh, oh, I rolled a one on the other one. So it's like, I'm here, but like the ship's creaking and I'm like, ah, eh. and it's, it's not happening.
0: So you very, you hear like at the beginning you hear, and then it fades and you try really hard to get it back, but you try so hard that you find like you can't concentrate anymore. Right. Okay. Like you fix on it, you fixate on it, and it's like trying to hold water in your cupped hands. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, so all you're actually hearing is fall rock muttering to himself as he <laughs> yeah
3: fall is the next
1: like <laughs> <one> with, <laughs> with his back to you going.
0: Oh, so, so, so Does Falirac in his sleep? No, he's doing it on purpose. <laughs>
1: no, I'm writing a letter home. <laughs> Come on.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, I, I go to sleep then because I I recognize that I'm required tomorrow and. I am nothing if not completely dependable.
2: Is the spotter still out there? Because I want to, like, go and try again, basically.
0: There is somebody manning the crow's nest, but it is
2: not Hartha. Whatever, tomorrow then. Well, somebody's going to think for Hartha. Hartha. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Um, is Hartha an orc? Because we need to separate them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, no. yeah. What's the species breakdown of the crew here? It's pretty. It's pretty like grab bag. Okay,
0: cool. There's a little Equal of everything.
1: Opportunity.
3: Um,
0: Ed, are you up to anything particularly exciting?
1: Uh, unless there are any um, animals on this ship, no.
0: Uh, yeah, there are no there are no animals on the ship. So about. Six or seven hours pass. The sun has gone down, things have cooled off a bit, and the ship kind of comes back to life. Captain Beatrix strides out of the quarters and starts bossing people around. Presumably Desmond kind of trails after her later. Yep. Um, Walk of shame. I don't know what that. (laughs) And everything kind of picks up, and... The ship kind of gets turned around and blown back through the uh, the hole it made in. The- uh, Beatrix has one of her people leave like a like a small cube with some runes etched into it, kind of half buried in the sand. She, they just they don't bury it; they just kind of toss it out the side as they go through the gap. And a moment later, uh, the mage at the at the sail says, "Got it, Captain." And Beatrix goes and marks something on her big map.
3: I watched this, fascinated, and completely not understanding it. Splendid.
0: And away, away you go. And Beatrix has, everybody else has Ched and Leyland and doing, like, menial, like, cabin boy sort of activities. <laughs> I'm,
3: like, under a parasol.
0: <laughs> no, they're, they're swabbing the decks and I'll making sure stoop. things are lashed mm. to stuff. Very nice you know piracy things
3: yeah pir- piracy things. i
0: <laughs> confession time guys i have never been on an old timey sailing ship
3: um, What? So this <gasps> is yes. my first opportunity just am i still asleep what's the no you're you're awake okay. you
0: are you are kind of
3: cuz this is my given... first chance to see all three mages presumably
0: yes um you're kind of being held on like light labor duty so that you are Well-rested for when I return to man the sails.
3: So we've got Jeanette. I'm going to make you come up with names for all three of them.
0: Jeanette, Kizzy, and Ashby.
3: Okay.
2: Ready for you.
3: Yeah, wow. (laughs) Is there any sort of, like, seniority to them that I can detect? Or, like, is one of them the head Windomancer? I would say which one has the longest beard, but they're all women.
0: (laughs) Uh, you do not get a sense of any sort of hierarchy here. Okay. They're they're clearly in a separate class from the rest of the crew, but not necessarily in a bad way.
3: It's just they have a different job and so they have right, different yeah. This doesn't make any sense for them to be swabbing decks because right. they're supposed to be making wind. Can I get any sense of like I'm still super fascinated by their power source or their tutelage or any of that? Like if I'm can I do Arcana checks on their wind magic and be like, okay, is this A sorceress power, or are they using wizardry? Like, can I get any sense of the school of magic or the source or anything?
0: Yes, you can make those checks.
3: Okay, that is going to be a 13. (laughs) I have no formal training in this. Mm, You get,
0: you get the, well, you can see that Kizzy is carrying around a rather hefty tome that she is reading from constantly. So she's probably. A wizard, the other two you are unable to pin down a source.
3: Probably not a warlock. Probably not. <laughs> I don't see them sacrificing chickens. No. Okay. Well, that's information.
0: And the night goes by relatively peacefully. Uh, come daybreak, everything kind of gets broken down. Uh, a cover comes over the... It's kind of like a convertible, except there, are, there's a slit in the middle for the the masts. Oh, so yeah. there's like a canvas that gets rolled down from one end of the ship to the other to kind of cover the to cover the deck. The crow's nest obviously remains exposed, and somebody up there to keep watch. And uh, everything kind of winds down. People rest, go back to sleep, that sort of thing. If anybody would like to have any conversations, et cetera, now would be the time to do it.
3: I'm good. Uh, I struck up a conversation with Falrock. <laughs> Just the kind of like meaningless drivel that you usually get. It's just like, hey, Falrock, what's going on? You like my eye patch? Why, why do you have that? What's you're supposed to do? None of the rest of them have eye patches. I'm trying to be, I'm just trying to fit in, Falrock. All right? None of them have eye patches. There's a bunch of cool wind mages and they don't really like me. And I'm used to that. But usually it's like people who don't like me, I don't really respect or care about. So, you know, it cuts a little deeper now. Anyways, what's going yeah. on with you? You've been, like, moving <laughs> barrels around? What's in those?
2: I'm currently <laughs> holding a bop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, can I, like, I guess I press to digitate a few times to just, like, clean whatever he's cleaning. Like, so is, is that it? Have you just been dragging a wet rag around all day? Yeah. Man, being a pirate is not as cool as I thought it was. They're it's involved. even cooler, right? Am I right? No, will you? It's so much fun. It <laughs> ah! <laughs> doesn't just appears as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I don't no, know. Just Desmond. imagine
2: if this was water, how much more fun we'd be having.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think if it was water, it would be more interesting. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of tired of being hot and sandy and sweaty and like I don't know. It could be all of those things put on water. <laughs> <laughs> i have multiple questions about the sandy part but they can wait well i
2: mean just change it exchange it for salty or you know beaches have sand it's not like sand doesn't get on your boat
3: okay yeah i can see that uh, oh. hey does your um does the captain did she tell you how long this is gonna take because yeah a couple days okay and he, you weren't fat. getting any, like... Sand skimmers off the port bow! <laughs> yes! Yes! Alright, let's do it! I bolt up onto the main deck. <coughs> Avast!
2: Jeanette, let's
3: show these grabs you by the ah! back of
0: your shirt, ah! or cloak, I guess, and she tows you over to the sails ah! <laughs> and kind of plonks you next to Ashby and says, Ah, Stay here and follow directions. (sighs) Beatrix strides out onto the deck uh, as the canvas is being towed back. She says, Battle stations! And you see crew members turning cranks along the sides of the ship and kind of large harpoon guns raise up by some mechanism, four of them (laughs) on either side. I lean Leland over to Ashley, and
3: I go, this is my first ship-to-ship battle. I'm kind of excited. She ignores
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I really del- want to operate one of those, but... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Beatrix turns to Desmond and says, any of your crew know how to work these things?
2: I, Captain. I, you know, I start, well, I go to Shout Orders, and I go, that one, and I point to Leyland, and that one, and I point to Fall Rock. Those, those are going to be your, those are going to be your sharpshooters. All right, go.
0: Line the harpoon guns, wait for my signal.
3: And I'm, I'm still shouting from, again, I assume we're on the splanch because I can't picture any other location.
0: (laughs) There is only the
3: splanch. Entirely of the splanch. I'm shouting at Desmond. I'm like, it's still this thing where it's like, I still don't quite but like the hierarchy hasn't sunk in here so it's like we're yeah. on a ship so desmond is in charge to yeah tarjax, so it's like Des- desmond desmond, being- desmond, you want me to i can i can blow up those ships you want me to like pfft, i can get rid of them um,
2: no he like gets his scottish accent going he's like "Aye, this is it lads
3: <laughs> <laughs> seriously just say the word i can like just tell me what's fragile i'll break it She's
2: she's not under my command. You have to you have to get, ask the captain all the orders. But I but I'm gonna be you know first officer for now, acting first mate. It looks to kill. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I overstepped a bit. Power <laughs> word, look. Yeah, my butt clinches a little bit. And I take a back.
0: Beatrix turns to Ched and says, "Go find Clovis." You're in charge of firebombing the enemy?
1: Uh, Clovis, where? Who is Clovis and where? Clovis! He's, I just met
0: her. She's kind of the ship's munitions expert. And she's currently, like, handing out harpoons that are five to six feet long. Oh, yeah, I
3: like that. To so the crew.
1: I'm not flying with that. Hey, Clovis. I, I approach her. Uh, the captain she said, did... uh, I need to do some firebombing.
0: She turns, uh, looks you up and down, and then cracks open a nearby crate with a crowbar and hands you a bag of spheres that are, there's like a small fire contained within them. Ooh,
2: oh. alchemist Ooh. fire.
0: You're going to fly out and you're going to drop these on the enemy ships and distract and disrupt them as much as possible before they get in hard range.
1: All right, I'm a, can I, are there any bags nearby I can just like fill up with a, a few of these?
0: She hands you the bag.
1: Oh, okay, cool. How many, how many are there?
0: There are a dozen. Oh. Was uh, yeah, so Teradrux is on sales. Leyland and Falrock are on harpoons. Chet is firebombing. She turns to you, Desmond, and says, what are you going to do? I, I'm going to do what that captain tells me to do. Smart boy. <laughs> uh, and she, she uh, basically... Well, why don't you ready yourself for
2: any potential close-range altercation? Oh, boarding party. Got it. All right, lassies. Everybody who doesn't have a job, get behind me and get a sword.
0: And... He
2: just lights up.
0: Yeah. May is deeply upset. <laughs> That's okay. Right, so these... Uh, you see that there are three sand skimmers coming in. They're, they're pretty small. They're a fair bit smaller than the Sandpiper. These ones probably only crew maybe seven or eight people apiece. Oh,
3: okay. So, like, if an enterprising band of adventurers were to, like, we could take one of these, we could hijack it.
0: Bird boy, get out there and bomb them to smithereens.
1: Um, I launch myself from the deck and fly off towards the, the nearing swarm of sand skimmers.
0: Yeah, There are... They're probably about um half a mile out. So it'll take you a couple minutes to to kind of catch up to them. Uh, you can see that they are flying sort of generic piratey flags, skull and crossbone sort of things. Har har, har. Yo ho ho, bottle of rum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they you kind of meet them halfway, Ched, and you are now within bombing range, which here means just dropping the spheres on them.
1: kind of check so, does you have to
2: do? To- yeah.
0: You will be making. We can go about this two ways. You can either do kind of an intelligence check to get the trajectory right mentally, or dexterity to just kind of natural aim wing it.
1: How, how close would I get to be as effective?
0: <laughs> I as mean, you, the closer you get, the the easier it will be. But you see that there are people with bows on the decks of these ships.
1: Ha, so I w- my plan was to fly pretty high and. Then turn around and start tailing them. Okay. Kind of
3: oh, them. like a sneak attack. Oh, like. Um, okay. All right. So yeah,
2: that's fine. From the sun.
0: Do they?
1: So they, they don't. Do they me. outpace me on the sand?
2: They're
0: they're moving pretty fast, but they
1: go fifty feet uh, every six yeah. seconds.
0: Yeah, you can you can keep pace with them pretty well.
1: Okay. So I'll fly pretty low. Um but, like, gradually. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm alerted if they start shooting at me. Yes. And then I'll probably just... I'll lob at the, the, back, the back two um, sand skimmers.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and make your respective check, whichever you prefer.
1: 18 decks.
0: Yeah. Uh, your first orb lands with perfect precision, and you hit the rudder at the back. Ooh.
1: Special delivery.
0: And the bomb bursts into a fairly, like, it's kind of scary how large the explosion is. Concerned about getting any closer to it than you currently are. Uh, but you totally, you tear the rudder off. The ship spins out for a couple seconds and then kind of slows to a stop. <laughs> and you see the the crew kind of piling out and starting to run in the direction of the Sandpiper. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your second one.
1: Uh that's an eight.
0: Your second bomb, uh you do not aim it well enough, and it just kind of explodes over the side, leaving a, a small patch of glass.
1: So you said there were two or seven or eight of them, right?
0: Yes. Seven or eight people per boat.
1: Oh, oh, how many boats are there though? Three. Oh, oh, okay. So can I keep attacking? Have they have they noticed? Yeah. Uh, well they
0: obviously things? have noticed. Okay. Since one of them <laughs> got blown up and a second one was attempted to be blown up. So the ones in the one, the, the pirates on the one that you just missed are now aiming bows at you.
1: Ooh. Um, so do, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I noticed that. Yes. They're knocking arrows. I'm mm-hmm. going to cast Bark Skin on myself.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: my AC is now, wait. It brings me up to a certain point. It doesn't just add a bonus. Yeah, yeah I right? believe it sets your
0: base armor class to 13. Or maybe that's Mage Armor.
1: Bark it's been skin. It's been a while since I cast this. Hold on, I've got it. Um target's AC can't be less than 16. Ooh. Oh wow. That's pretty good. It's a good good spell.
0: Bob good spell. Fire bombs before the the ships are within um harpoon range.
1: I didn't catch the first part of that.
0: You'll have one more chance to to throw before the ships are in harpoon range.
1: Okay, I'm gonna get a little bit closer this time. Um Hazard a, f- a few uh, shots from an arrow. Confident okay. that uh, there's a smaller chance that I get shot, especially, you know, because I'm a moving target. They're on a moving platform. We're flying at different speeds. I'm going to throw some bombs.
0: Please do. Oh,
1: roll it off pitch. Uh, 13. 13? Yes. Okay. Uh,
0: that one kind of hits the side a little bit and it. Wiggles the ship, but it doesn't do any real lasting damage.
1: And another one? or Yes, you get one more. Uh, 20 total. Ooh. Okay.
0: That one, you managed to crack the sail, and it starts to, like, you blow a couple people off the side with the explosion, and then the sail kind of tips and falls over, leaving the ship without a means of propulsion. And it's, it's still moving in the direction of the Sandpiper, but it is slowing down. Hell yeah. You also have several arrows whiz past your head. One of them strikes you in the shoulder for five points of damage.
1: Five?
0: Yep. And while this is happening, TerraJux, you are being directed to move the ship up to combat speed and begin performing evasive maneuvers.
3: So, um, is this the sort of thing, like, are they doing some sort of ritual that I now know where, like, I guess my question is, is this expending spell slots? It is. Okay. So, I'm going to burn out real quick, is what I'm... Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, ramp it up.
0: Okay. Make a spellcasting check. Make two.
3: Roger that. Um... Uh, let's see. Uh, there it is. Oh, Jesus! Not good. That's a five and a two. <laughs> oh, God. Can I? Is there anything I can do with like sorcery points to like do a quickened spell, another cast, or? Yeah, you can
0: you can burn some sorcery points to, I would to give love, yourself a re-roll or two. I would two. love
3: to do anything that reflects the fact that I am the child of the wind and You can
2: yeah. crash the boat.
3: Ideally. What what do you want from me? Give you
0: can spend two sorcery points to get a re-roll. Okay.
3: Reroll on both. Uh oh, much better. Oh. Alright. The first one. Uh 23 and the second one's only a seventeen.
0: Okay. So you start you start casting and the magic is not there.
3: Well, okay, Vers- so what it is is it's like I'm doing their ritual, I'm at their ritual circle, and it's I can't I can't get it to work. I'm like, I'm trying it, I'm doing the incantations, and I say fuck it, and I just go by instinct.
0: So between that and like a furious glare from Jeanette.
3: You are I'm so bad.
0: <laughs> terrified of these three women. You are motivated, and the wind finally answers your call. <laughs> so the ship is, is brought up to speed. You see all of you. <laughs>
3: this has never happened to before, I swear. <laughs>
0: all of you see the, the firebombs go off from Chad's bombing room. One ship kind of left in splinters further back. The second one loses its mast, and it is approaching, but slowly. One final ship remains approaching at speed. And uh, here I will need Farrakh and uh, Leolin to make their harpooning checks. Okay. So these would be ranged attacks.
3: Okay. 19.
2: So, would I still get my, like, plus two for archery and whatnot with these, or...
1: Yeah, well, it's it's the form of archery. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, All
2: right. Just checking.
0: That is a 18. All right, both of you managed to land your harpoons pretty precisely, actually. Kind of, during the the slight list that occurred when TerraJucks was unable to summon the wind very briefly... You managed to line up a shot such that you have kind of pinned the, the last ship both at the, the front and the back. I know there are boat terms for that. I can't remember them.
3: Blanche and the Force Blanche. No. Yes. Prow. Stern? Stern. It's uh, actually oh, yeah. Virgo and Gemini. Yeah.
1: Uh, Libra. No. I'm a Libra. The no. Earth is a Libra. I was the I'm October 21st. I'm a yes. The Earth is a Libra.
3: <laughs> so you
0: land your harpoons, and uh a few other crewmates immediately begin kind of it's winding things
3: We hit them in the stern and in the aft. Or no, the stern yeah. is the rear of the boat. So the splash. <laughs>
2: hit them in the aft of the boat. <laughs> 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 it's an aft. That, that would f- be pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> the bow- I'm Pretty I'm sure the stern. back of the boat's the keel, anyway, right?
3: Oh my god. I don't even know All right. View. You get it. You I Eiffel put, Tower of this boat. boat.
2: There, yeah, there are boat
0: <laughs> terms, and I will leave it to the, the clever listener to correct us on them. Please send Please your mail to, to Alchemist. Please Catholic let us know there's f- somebody out com. there. Please correct <laughs> us. We're
3: so
2: wrong. <laughs> um, so the the rest <laughs> of the crew. If you get on if you get on and correct us, Joe has to go on Twitter to explain what a splanch is. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's our mid-episode intro. Uh. <laughs> Alright. Let's kill these pirates. Desmond, it is the boarding party's time to shine. Alright. Can I give, like, a rousing speech at a time?
0: Yes, Ooh. absolutely.
2: Oh my god. Well, it's more of just, like, a battle cry, but it's like... All right, Lassies. (laughs) (laughs) 30 seconds.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The Patrick... No, 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 no,
2: no. It's like, all right, it's been a little bit... It's been a uh, a while since this old man's had the pleasure of, you know, leading a boarding party, but we're going to do Captain B right, aren't we, Lassies? And I somehow magically have a cutlass in my hand. You don't know where I got it from?
0: (laughs) You probably stole it from one of
2: the... Exactly. So I raise it up above my head. They go, "Who's with me?" Make a charisma check. (laughs) Persuasion, if you have it. Persuasion, if I have it. Okay, I have persuasion. I have a seventeen. Yeah, a good
0: chunk of them cheer along with you, except me, whose cutlass you've stolen. That's fine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is meant to be. Let's give them hell, and I charge the enemy.
0: Splendid. Uh, just give me like a handful of attack rolls, and you don't have to use the cutlass, too.
2: I'll, I I'm probably gonna use magic missile a couple times. Yeah. but I'll give you a couple of cutlass rolls too. Let's see. I have a negative one in strength. I'm old. <laughs> uh, uh, that would be an eight, and that would be a fourteen, and then I'm gonna use magic missile as well. Shoot them a couple times, just to make sure I get some guaranteed damage in. But yeah. You notice that usually Desmond's uh, magic missiles are, like, just pure white. They look a little yeah. bit more blue this time, like a sea foam kind of deal. Splendid. Which? Okay. How many How many missiles do I
0: get? Three? Uh, it's three if you cast it as the first level spell. Okay. And then I add two to it? Uh, it's 1d4 plus one. Okay. Per missile. So, four, three, and four. Okay, different targets. Uh, so you you swing the cutlass around a little bit and you don't really hit anything. So you just kind of like toss it back to May and start yeah. finger guns, yeah, with the magic missiles, and that's much more effective. <laughs> and more nice. um, yeah, shortly thereafter, the the crew of the Sandpiper has proven itself superior to these smaller ships. Uh most of the enemy pirates are dead, the rest are captured, and uh Beatrix kind of lashes well what happens is she sends Kizzy to the one that survived mm. and starts um preparing it to kind of be a smaller boat that they that they're gonna sell essentially. Oh neat. Uh so Ashby goes over and starts like You see her casting a spell, and the planks where the harpoons went through kind of fuse back together.
2: Oh, nice. Mending.
0: Yeah. And then Kizzy is instantiated as the means of propulsion for that ship. And they load up a bit more loot onto the smaller one from the other two ships that were destroyed until it is at maximum capacity. And uh, then your journey resumes. Well, you go sleep for the rest of the day, and then your journey resumes. Were those
3: pirates human? Mostly. Okay. Because the, I mean, the Dragonborn didn't seem like particularly super, like, fortified or defended against ship attacks. I'm just curious. Like, they didn't Uh, seem troubled by them. They weren't like, oh, watch out for pirates, by the way. Like, this would have been really good information.
0: Captain Beatrix says, "Uh, no pirate vessel in its right mind would attack or Dragonborn Clave.
2: Why is that? Why? Who else would they have to trade with? I mean, who's gonna fence your shit <laughs> to start with?
0: Second, consider attacking a village of one hundred people who can all breathe fire from their mouths.
2: I not have to say. Would you have wanted to fight the Dragonborn? That no, the like
0: eight feet tall pillars of muscle with armored scales for skin.
3: Yeah, yeah. Look, we get it. They're cool. What I'm saying is, it's weird that pirates haven't, I don't know, like, there are smaller tribes, surely. It's strange that, uh, it's more strange to me that the Dragonborn didn't mention them. Because we were pretty like, hey, are there any dangerous threats out there you could tell us about? They're like, nope, desert's perfectly safe. I wouldn't be surprised
0: if... Uh, many of the claves were unaware that pirates operated as such in the dragonglass desert. They may just consider them to be traitors.
3: Hmm. Well, that makes sense. Well, anyways, uh, I, I finished the recording. I say, hootie, hootie, get booty. And uh, I <laughs> tap off the recording for my very first pirate battle.
0: Splendid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, the rest of the journey is uneventful after another day and a half or so, well, night and a half, really. You are deposited, kind of. The sand is starting to turn into scrubland. There's not as many dunes. Uh, the soil is more kind of packed earth than it is loose, blowing uh-huh. sand. And uh, you can see, kind of, sitting nearish the horizon, a little closer to you than that, is uh, what looks like a very large tree that is lying on its side. We knocked that perfectly good tree over. It's been there as long as anybody can remember, so, so says Beatrix. But this is the end of the line for us. We will be making some trades with uh, the caravan that we'll be passing in a day's time. And after that, we're heading back into the desert. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Thanks. Well. Thanks.
2: Thanks for the lift. Yeah. Much appreciated. Tonight.
0: It has been a pleasure uh, getting to know you, Doffs, Tricorn Hat. Uh, turns to Desmond and says, it was nice to see you again. Hopefully you're able to deal
2: with the whole destiny thing. I would like that. And hopefully destiny doesn't become me instead. Hopefully I get get a little bit of autonomy here, which you gave me a lot to think about. Let's just leave it at that.
0: Always a pleasure, darling. (laughs) And she turns and... Claps to the crew and says, All right, everybody, get get things lined up for the nice
3: traders. I give a, a proper Juxian bow to the three lovely engines. And, uh, and yeah, I'm, I guess we're ready to just walk. Did you just call them Native Americans? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jeez. Demonetized. Yeah, they're all our sponsors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the only sponsor here is me
0: <laughs> yeah oh, man. and uh, I think that's where we will stop for now uh, I've been Joe your dungeon master thank you for joining us for this exciting adventure if you wish to get in touch with us you can do so at the alchemists club 88 at gmail.com or the alchemists club 88 at gmail.com we can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at Alchemists underscore Club. Joining us today,
2: we had
1: Daniel playing Bombardier.
2: K-Hall playing Captain Desmond. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I played Gunner Number One. I'm Matt, and I play Gunner Number Two.
3: <laughs> I'm Tara Jux, and I'm a 300 horsepower ship engine. <laughs> Thanks for joining us.
1: Sweetie, sweetie,
3: cootie, hootie, I get booty.